Welcome to Creating History. I'm your host, Caitlin. We're going to empower you to create your own history with God. Let's get this journey started. Hey guys, I am here today with Danny. What up? And Danny was actually on our episode entitled Born Identity a few weeks ago. But today we are going to do something different. She is actually going to interview me. Are you ready, Dan? Let's do this. So we are going to talk about laying down something that the the Lord told me to lay down because my emotions were too involved. So she's going to go ahead and interview me. So let's get started. All right, let's do it. So, Caitlin. Yeah. Answer me this. What did the Lord tell <laughs> you, you to like lay that? down? Um, so he told me to lay down football. Like NFL Sunday, every Sunday. Get I was about out. to say, did you play football? I, have, I clarified. <laughs> <laughs> did you play football in high school? I would have if females could play back then. I mean, I'm sure, like, if I would have went and said I want to play, they couldn't have told me no. You played softball. But now, yeah, but now it's, like, a normal thing where females just play football all the time. Anyways, that's that's off topic. (laughs) It's a good question to know. We're talking about football. We're talking about Why do you love it so much? Why do I love football? Um, Caught her off guard. She did. That wasn't one of the questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I remember as a child just enjoying watching football and playing football with my cousins. So it's just been something that I've enjoyed all my life and into my adulthood it just became something that I spent my own time. Made a connection with. Yeah. And actually there were times which probably comes this emotional dependency comes back to but there were times where I was depressed and I used football to kind of pull me out instead of relying on God. Um, and so, but there's a lot of good things in being a football fan. It's not all bad <laughs> if you can find a healthy balance. It's all about so, balance. It is. So you pretty much already answered it, but why do you think God told you to give this, this one specific thing that you have such a connection to up? Because of how my emotions were involved. Um, Like, it would affect my entire day. If they lost, I was having a horrible day. If they won, it was a great day. Even if something horrible happened that day. Like, the New York Giants, who's my team? And right now, I don't even know. But, um, like, if they were having a great game and played well... It would really change the entire outlook of my day. But if something horrible happened and they lost, I would be angry for the rest of the day. And there would be times where I'd be like, don't even talk to me. And where I'd want to fight people. So, it was pretty bad. I cannot relate to that at all. I I have not one clue of what happens when it comes to football. Anything except that you love the Redskins. Just kidding. (laughs) You said just kidding real quick. I knew you were about to cut me off. (laughs) Um, So give us some examples of things that you did realize you needed to lay down um, and give to God other than football. Because that was really obvious to you, right? 
At one point, it wasn't, though. Um, like, I didn't necessarily see that it was a problem until, I want to say a few years ago. Um, and that was when I was really starting to, like, really, like, my relationship with God was becoming really serious. Um, and I was in... So you know how fans are, you might not know because you don't watch football, dang it. All right, well, people listening know, <laughs> hopefully. Um, they get real serious about it. Well, yeah, they It's get like serious, they're on the field like, playing. Yeah, it's like me, shut up. <laughs> You're a New York Giant. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I wish I was. Um, sometimes I feel like I could play better than them, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, anyways, so, like, there were times when I was at church and I would be praising Jesus and I realized crap I scream louder at a football game and worship louder I don't want to use the word worship but essentially that's what it was louder at a football game than I do for my savior who died for me you know wow so it really came to that and that was a realization that I had inside of myself um, where I was like you knew you knew it had to be dealt with this is not okay and I told myself I remember one Sunday I said I will Never cheer loud at a game or for a game if I didn't praise Jesus with more volume that that Sunday. Because normally, you know, Sunday and then football, football right after it. Yeah, I know that. So <laughs> That's like the only thing I know that people like get around and eat on Sundays for football. Yes. Anyway, other than it affecting your relationship with God, which is obviously the most important relationship it could affect, um, did it affect other relationships around you uh yeah um i would rush out of church to go watch football and at that point um i was leading kids ministry so i'd be like yo we gotta hurry up because i gotta go or like hey can you finish doing that real quick because i gotta go and i watched games pretty far from the house so like or from my church so i would have to drive an hour just to get to where i was watching the game at Mm-hmm. Um, and then aside from just like church, I would drop people for football. Like, you know, I need to go watch the game. I can't talk to you right now. I'm watching this. Or like people would be like, can you help me with this? Can you babysit? Can you do this? No, I've got to watch football. <laughs> like, and wow. it was, it was like something that became a priority over everything else in life. Um, and so, like, I had people telling me, like, my pastors were like, Caitlin, you have to, this is a problem. And, and that was at the point where I was kind of already realizing it myself. Um, but they're also my spiritual authority. So, so like I was talking to them about things. And so they were like, you need to deal with this. Um, and then, yeah, God kind of was like, you've got to give it up. Yeah. That's, so that's what I was going to ask next. So, like, was the process, like, did he take you, like, step by step? Or was it, like, you were so far in, it's, like, cold turkey at this point to so, give it up? I want to say, well, that season it was cold turkey. Um, was it, I want to say two seasons ago. You gave it up? Yeah, I didn't watch football, like, all year. What? Where was I? Uh, not around. <clears throat> you still talked about it, because I don't remember Mexican <laughs> football. I did not. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, there were, 
I, I looked up scores every now and then, but it wasn't like obsessive. Yeah, and it but I didn't watch two years ago was it two years ago? It was a season well, I was gonna say when we really sucked, but we just suck in general Let's now. Let's see, we're so. glad you skipped that season. <laughs> That's what people said. People said, Oh, you skipped this year because you knew the Giants were gonna do well. No. God told me to, so I stopped watching, and it just so happened that they played very bad, and it didn't really matter that I missed the season. Okay, that was the Lord. Yeah. It was super hard because of how much, like, for the past few years, actually, most of my adult life, I hadn't missed a game on Sunday, aside from 2013 when I was working. Dang, you remember the dates. And I couldn't watch football on Sundays because I was working, but... um. Aside from that, like, if I could watch the game, I was watching the game. And so, and not even only watching it. I would follow on Facebook, Instagram. I followed all the players. Live videos. Yeah, I watched all the interviews, the post-game, the, like, practice interviews, everything. I was really, really, like up to date on what was going on. I knew everything. I knew every player's name. When I went to games, after the game, I'd call the players by their first name and everyone, all the other fans are like, how do you know who that is? That's how invested I was. I can attest to this. And it was not good. I mean, I still love my team and I enjoy going to things like training camp and watching games, but... Yeah, it was... So was was there any, like, easy part to it? I know you just explained a lot of hard parts to it, but was there any easy parts that, like, you could see, like, looking back now, that God carried you through and it made it a lot easier? Um, I feel like in that season I was busy. Um, I had a lot lot going on on Sundays to where I wasn't, like, worried about missing it. You know, like, I always had something to do on a Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening, and I wasn't worried that I was missing so much, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, there was the, the distraction there. Um, and I also feel like when I committed to, to God to not watch football for that year and not really follow it, like, I did it. And I don't feel like there was a real struggle in it. So, you already started telling us, like, where you're at now, but do you feel like you kind of still have moments where you lean more on football than you do God. And, and what does God do like in those moments or what do you do in those moments to kind of bring yourself back to, to what God wants you to be? Um, so do I still have moments where I get emotionally? Like where you lean more, like you were talking about how football was kind of like your emotional an dependency like an idol, and you would run to it. Like, yeah, you would run to it as like your safe place kind of Mm -hmm. and is there still moments that you have that instead of leaning on God I mean I wouldn't say moments where I have or where it's difficult and you think about it Uh, I wouldn't say moments like that I would say there are moments where I allow my emotions back into football football and I allow myself I don't want to say I allow, um, but there's still moments where I, I have to remind myself like, Hey, this doesn't matter in my life. (laughs) Like, yeah, I enjoy watching it, but what happens on that field 
has no effect on my life. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. And I think it's great to be a fan of something, and it's great to to be passionate, but when it doesn't affect your life, it's kind of like, why? Why are you investing so much energy emotionally into something? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I definitely still have moments, and I have to check myself. Um, but the Bible says that where your treasure is, there your heart is, right? Mm-hmm. So I even realized financially, I was putting a lot more money into football, watching games, going to games, going to this and going to that than I was into the church and into my relationship with God, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I realized that and I was like, whoa, this is also a problem. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even just like the fact that I was praising, you know, mm-hmm. um, football-ish, but it was also the fact that I was putting more of my finances in it. Mm-hmm. And so my heart was more there than it was where it needed to be. Yeah. Um, which is what God, God's purpose and plan for my life, which is not to be emotionally invested in the New York football giants who can give you a heart attack if you are emotionally invested in them, you know? And yeah. I'm not trying to die of a heart attack because my emotions are too deep in football. <laughs> so I was going to ask, um, after God has has kind of, um, he, he's been bringing you through this this whole journey, mm-hmm. and now that you're, you're kind of out of it, you, you don't really deal with it as much, when you look back, is there anything new that has started growing in your life now that football isn't as a significant role as it was before? Um, I just feel like, in general, my relationship with God and being able to handle my emotions and my passions about things is different. Um, in a sense where, like, I don't... I've always been the type of person that can be kind of over the top when I'm into something. Right, Danny? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm into something... Um, She's very passionate. I'm very... Yeah. Um, but this has taught me, like, a balance. Like Danny said earlier, like, balance is healthy. And it's taught me that that you have to put things in the right place in your life. Like, everything has a place. Perspective. Um, yeah. And it needs to be where it's intended to be. Like, football is not supposed to be number one in my life. God is. And even if you're a football player, it's not supposed to be number one in your life. But, um, as a fan, like, it's not, it shouldn't even be up there in top five. Like, I got other things that God has called me to. This should not even be in top five. Yeah, I mean, unless he's called you to kind of be, like, in occupation and, like, lead people to him. I mean, and I feel like, but eventually, you've always said that. Yes, and I feel like that's something that, that eventually will come into play in my life. Right now? Not and right I think, now. And I think that's another thing. Like, I can't, if I, if I, if that's something that God's going to bring me into, this had to be dealt with emotionally. First. Before I could even Think about step, doing that. Yeah, think about stepping into that role. Yeah. But I will say, so, as far as, like, having moments where I lash out, this is something I want to, like, point, point out, because... We're not perfect. We deal with things, and sometimes they still come up, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
so just like when you spoke about identity, like there's still times where you have to, you know, check it, right? Definitely. So <laughs> when Odell Beckham Jr. got traded, I was in the movie theater getting ready to watch a movie. Previews were on, and my friend texted me and said they traded him to the Browns. I got up and stormed out of that theater like something had just happened in my own life. You're lying. Like, I'm dead serious. And I called her immediately. I said, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. I was so mad. Did you go guys. back into the movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I did, but I was still I was about like. I to say, they're like 25 no, no, no. bucks these I was, days. For real. I was still mad. Like, there were people texting me all throughout the movie, like, do you hear what happened? Oh, gosh. But, That's because they know you love it. Oh, yeah. But, like, I was. I was so mad about it, for real, because, like, it's not okay the way they did him, but... I don't even know what traded means. <laughs> what does the word traded mean, out, like, in normal life? How, how? Why can't they just pick a team they want to be on? Huh? <laughs> what? And, like, audition. Audition? That's what happens when you're in college. You're essentially auditioning. Yeah, I know, but then, like, pick the team you want to go on. No, that's the draft is for, for that. And then okay. free agency. And that's why they hire um We will be having agents. a separate podcast with all the football <laughs> etiquette. <laughs> for Danny. Just Danny. Hey, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this don't know. I mean, yeah, sure. You can ask me questions. I'll answer anything. Um, But, yeah, and then there's been other times where... Like, even last year, now I'm going to be completely vulnerable. The first game against the Cowboys this year, two weeks ago, um, I got really mad because... It was a moment. It was a moment. Because the fans, not not Cowboys fans, but the Giants fans, I was like, why am I mad at Giants fans? But they were, like, calling for Daniel Jones, and they were like, Eli sucks, blah, blah, blah. And so I was getting mad at people that were supporting the same team as me because they didn't have the same opinion as me. And so I really had to be like, why am I mad? And really had to deal with that because I should not have been mad about that stupidness. Sorry if the word stupid offends you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I felt like I needed to say that. (laughs) Stupid's not even the worst of words. (laughs) Mind you, people, she is sitting here in her New York Giants t-shirt. <laughs> I am. Her car used to be decked out in yes. Giants gear, but it no longer is. <laughs> I just gear. found that out. Yeah, my car used to say Forever NYG on the license plates. I had a big giant sticker on the window. I had headrest covers, the dice. Yeah, the only thing I wouldn't do that I find corny, and I'm sorry if you're one of these people, but I don't do the flags. I don't like flags. I find it very tacky. And that's all I have to say because I really don't want to offend anyone. She did everything else, people. <laughs> <laughs> everything else. I kept it classy, though, because, you know, Giants fans are classy. So do you have any final thoughts you want to wrap up with, Kate? So I would say for anyone that feels like they're too invested in something, too passionate about something, passion is good, yes. But if you are too passionate and it creates... Towards the wrong thing. Correct. Anything that's not Jesus you're, and you're too passionate about it, then it's the wrong thing, I would yeah, say. Yeah. Um, so, and if you don't know how to deal with it yourself, find someone that can hold you accountable and deal with it because 
It's not healthy. And it can actually really hold you back from what you're called to in life. And having too many negative emotions and emotions in general run through you is just something that that can really cause problems not even just in you but in your relationships because you can start snapping at people that are around you because of something that happened from something that doesn't even affect your life you know what I'm saying so just be careful and find accountability and give it to God lay it down kill it and if it's something that's in your life that's supposed to be there he'll resurrect it in a healthy way so that it's something that you can enjoy and not have to worry about whether you're putting too much into it. You know, he'll bring it back and it'll be something healthy for you to, to enjoy. Thank you guys for listening. Head over to our website, creatingyourhistory.com to check out the blog for this episode and others. Make sure to subscribe, share, and rate us. We love you and we look forward to sharing next week's episode with you.